Sit down, strap in, hang on, and turn it up. Hi there. We here at God Stories Radio are reaching out to you and your business to sponsor us for as little as $10 a month. We need you so that we can continue bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. By your business blessing us monthly, we are able to bless others weekly. To sponsor us, email GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. And you don't have to be a business to be a blessing. Visit GodStoriesRadio.com to donate securely through PayPal. Just press the button. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. God Stories Radio. This is session 130. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What's going on, guys? Hey. It's Thursday night. Yeah, it is. Session 130. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk? Does that mean anything to you, Owen? 130? 130. Sometimes, uh... What? January 30th. Wow. One January 30th. I don't even think about that. That's funny. <laughs> Because a lot of times their session numbers always coincide with something in their life or their testimony. That is wild. I love it. I love it. What's going on over there, my dear? Well, I've got some Facebook likes out here. All right. So I want to say thank you to Rashad Schaefer. Thank, thank you, Rashad. Rashad. Yeah. Uh, Jepet Librea. Jepet, thank you. Thank you. And then uh, Princess Samantha Kelly. Uh-oh. Bourgeois <laughs> fair. <laughs> thank you for liking us on Facebook. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Love that gal. Love that gal. And Mikey, go ahead. Got I'm a couple sorry. of uh, new countries also that new I'm excited countries. about. Yes, uh, the Russian Federation. Wow. Country number fifty-nine. And country number sixty, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Can you believe it? So hello to our friends. Thank you for listening out there. Oh, man, that's just awesome. It is. And then I have one more thing, too. Um, I was uh, checking my email, and I got an email from our friend at Craig's Carpet Service, um, Craig Love Fox. that guy. Love Craig. And uh, he wanted to give us an update on his um, on his son. Stepson. On his stepson, yeah. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and read this because he basically gave me a snippet of a Facebook post that um, John had posted. So he said, I got some very good news from the doctor yesterday. While I was in the hospital, a CAT scan spotted some abnormalities on my liver. So last week I had an MRI of my liver and the doctor revealed they're just normal non-cancerous cysts. Plus there is also a high certain protein that the body produces in high levels when there's cancer present. Normal levels are 0 through 3 and up to 6 in smokers, and once that level is elevated, it comes down slowly. Before I had the surgery to remove the cancer, my level was 67. A week, oh. yep, a week after surgery, I was down to 22, and now I'm down to 6. Oh. My family and I want to thank all of you for your prayers and support in this difficult time. 
Although this is not over yet, I still have challenges to come. Some good news was definitely needed. Thanks for the prayers. I am praying for those that you bring up, bring up, bring it up to. So please keep praying for John. Um, as you can see, the Lord's doing works in his life, and uh, that's a real blessing. And we have a couple of other friends, too, that are battling cancer. Amen. Yeah, we want to continue to pray for AJ. He's actually been at work this week, and, uh, you know, he's, he's lost a lot of weight. Um, but other than that, I mean, he looks really good, and uh, he's battling stage 4 melanoma, and it's in you know, uh, several places in his body. And, uh, I know he was kind of battling some back pain today. So, you know, where the cancer is in his spleen and, and whatnot. So we need to continue to lift him up in prayer. That's for sure. And I have two friends also battling cancer, um, Wanda and Patty. If you would keep them all lifted up in prayer, that would be amazing. Thank man, you. I'm just getting sick of cancer, man. Mm -hmm. It's just everywhere. It's horrible. It really, it really, is. really is, man. I, and, you know, I, I think it's the, the devil's last ditch effort <laughs> to try to take out some believers. Man, I've lost two really close friends, you know, Roland Boom. and uh, David Cheatham up in Lake City. Um, man, it's just devastating. Devastating. You know, I, I just when I think I'm having a bad day, mm -hmm. I don't have cancer. Mm -hmm. You know what? Mm -hmm. So my day's not that bad. <laughs> but anyway, hey, I want to welcome everybody on Mixler that's dialed in. Hey, I see Tom. Hey, buddy. Hope you're doing well tonight, and uh, thanks for dialing in. You picked a good one. Hey, Tom, uh, we're looking forward to meeting you. Yeah, buddy. So when you're feeling better, you've got an open invitation to the studio, man. Come on over. And then uh, we ever can corral you and your wife, we'll uh, get something to eat. We're not scared. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, what's going on over there? Just waiting for things to change. That's all. Waiting for some doors to open. You are a professional waiter. Uh, well, <laughs> I believe that's what I hear from the Lord. Wait for it. So, you well, got to do all it. you can do. You got to do it. Yes, sir. Lord bless you. And with anything? Uh... No, but... Uh, I saw a movie last night, um, The Shack. Oh, yeah. And that was a pretty good movie. It definitely, I like the way that they uh, made you think about uh, forgiveness and uh, judgment, the way they did it in the movie there. Wow. Uh-huh. It was, was critically acclaimed. Good movie. It was good. All right. No spoiler alerts. Nope. I wanna... That's as far as I'm going to go. All right. Thank you so much. All right, man, that's great. Two new countries, shout-outs, Craig's Carpet. I know. Who's our guest today, honey? Oh, I get the honors. Yes, you do. Man, am I excited. ONC up in the house tonight. So good to have you, brother. Oh, I've been I've been knowing this couple, um, gosh, now, what, three or four years? About Three. It's been at least three years, and then we worked together for for one, and um, finally got to meet Owen. And it, we used to call them the power couple, and uh, they really are. And they've been such a blessing to God Stories Radio. And Sarah, um, 
quit her job and went into business for herself. And uh, God Stories Radio has been honored to, uh, or was honored to be her first client, maybe. Were we your first client? And she's handling all our social media, our website. Um, it, it, she's been such a blessing. Yeah. You know, so, so you, I'm sure if you follow the show or listen to the show, you'll be having dialogue with Sarah. At some point in time, we just love her, and we thank you, uh, Sarah, for everything that you do. We just appreciate you so much. And it's it's Kansas Marketing and Management. And Management. You get the phone number. We're the home of the shameless plug. <laughs> Go ahead, Owen. What's the phone number? The, the phone number for you is 407-552-8627. Call now. <laughs> Operators are standing by. Tell me now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I just love these guys. And Owen's here tonight to uh, give his testimony. And uh, couldn't be more thrilled to have him sitting here. And without further ado, I give you Mr. Owen Kansas. All right, Owen. All yeah, right. Yeah, Glory yeah, to God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Um, it is such an amazing and just wonderful blessing to be here um, in the midst of, of family uh, friends and um, just brothers and sisters in the body. And I just want to give glory to, to our Heavenly Father, my Lord and Savior Jesus, and Holy Spirit. I want to just give Him glory. And, and I want to thank you guys, God Stories Radio, to be able to have us here. And we go back way, way, way back, you know, brother. But uh, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to be able to sit down and have a little coffee with you, too. So you <laughs> I know you, you called me out on the last one when Sarah had her testimony. You said, you're not here, brother. You don't have no coffee with I us. I know so. it, right? Because Mikey and I always have the customary cup of coffee. It's just what we do for uh, God Stories Radio. So we're going to actually let Owen do the opening prayer tonight because normally we do it off air. But tonight, Owen's going to open us up in prayer. I'm down with that. All right, putting in demand on it. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord God, for just being here to be able to glorify you, to just witness of, of who you are, everything that you are, what you've done for us, Lord God. And I just thank you for this ministry, God Stories Radio, to be able to just reach out to the nations and to be able to just touch the, the believers out there and those who don't even know you yet, Father God, to be able to touch them with the, the word of Christian testimony, Lord. And I just pray that, Holy Spirit, you would just be in the midst of, of everything that we speak about tonight so that someone would just be able to experience your love, your mercy and grace. And I just pray that you would just lead us all in, in, in everything and lead me just to bear true witness to who you are in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So, um, like I said, it's a, it's a definite wonderful pleasure to be here and i just want to kind of just go over and just give a little backdrop about my life and um and then i want to turn the table a little bit and i want to talk about something really interesting tonight and um i'm i'm sure that you guys are going to be blessed by it i'm sure all the viewers listeners rather are going to be blessed by it as well um so my name is owen and uh the husband of, of this wonderful woman, Sarah Kansas here, who um, got the shout out earlier. But um, so a little bit by myself, uh, I've been a believer since 2010. And um, I served four years actively in the Marine Corps. So um, growing up, I was raised in church, like a lot of other people 
um, went to church with my great grandmother and um, went to Sunday school and, and, and all the camps and all those things like that. And just like how the majority of us, once we reach that teenage era in our life, God went out the window. Well, I thought he went out the window. He was he was still there. But um, so I, I started living my life and doing crazy things that kids do. And um, that entailed a lot of partying, a lot of drinking and all the sorts. And then I joined the military and that was like my college years. So um, I had no fellowship with God at that point. No fellowship with him. And it was just four crazy years of my life without God, without him in my forefront, without him in my being of who I was. And um, and Fritz always says the two by four. And I know that he's waiting for the two by four. What happens with the two by four? So, um, it hits upside the head. It hits upside the head. It really it does. A, it is a pivotal moment. So and so what ended up happening to me was... In my, my party years as, as a teenager, um, I did a lot of drinking and smoking weed and, and all of the sorts. So when I was in the military, I would go home on leave and I would go home and I would smoke and I would party. And I did this for four years. And I don't know how I didn't get caught from before, but one day it caught up to me, blah, right over the head. And um, I ended up getting discharged from the Marine Corps because of what happened. And at that time, it was a, a rough time in my life because here growing up, I wanted to make it a, a career. I wanted to do 20 years plus. I was gung-ho Marine, and um, I still am in, 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 in the terms of sorts. But uh, when that happened, it was like everything came crashing down. And um, I ended up getting kicked out the military. And glory to God, what happened was I ended up finding... A job. I used to work for Subway. And at that point in time, there was uh, the manager and the owner of Subway. They were believers and they invited me to Bible study. And um, I ended up getting hungry for, for the word of God. And I gave my life to Christ that, that fall of 2010. And so glory to God for that. And um, I was ashamed to come back home. I really was. I didn't come back home immediately because uh, I was stationed in New Orleans. And but finally, I got humbled enough. I came back mm -hmm. home and I owned up to my mistakes. And um, and from that point forward, I want to kind of roll into the rest of my life. That's very prodigal son sounding. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes, it really is. Because um, I know that a lot of my family, my mother, um, never stopped praying for me. And for those who are, are, are prayer warriors, for those who are intercessors. Never stop praying because you don't know what your your prayers are doing. Amen. They're, they really they really take praise hold. God for the grannies. Yes, and they on their knees in the closet somewhere. Mm -hmm. Amen, brother. So uh, at, at that point, um, now I'm a gung ho uh, believer in Christ. You know, switching from the army or say the the, the military, and, and coming into the army of God. And I know as Marines, we we don't we don't like to use the word army, but uh, <laughs> but. Part of God's army now, and I wouldn't trade it for anything else. I uh, I had a lot of zeal as, as a young believer, and um, for any of those who have listened to a previous testimony where Sarah and I were giving a testimony together, um, 
we gave a little bit of our history of how we met and we met on a Christian dating website. Um, that is a lot of history between that, but God put us together and I give glory for him putting us together. And the reason why I give him glory is not only did I, I, I meet my now wife, um, but I was also able to plug into a new family, a new family that wasn't just a family, but it was a whole family of believers. So God blessed me to be able to come into the family of believers. Um, I wasn't alone on her side of the family. So we were equally yoked, not in, in just ourselves, but with all of us. Mm-hmm. So that, that was just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And um, so that's a little backdrop of me. But now I want to kind of turn the table a little bit. Um, I've listened to many uh, of the former podcasts and, um, and I, and I thought to myself, you know, a lot of people, they give their testimony and, and they explain a lot of things that happen in, in their life. Um, but I've never heard what I'm about to say. And what I want to talk about is I'm going to have a, a, a theme verse before I, I, I go into everything. But in Revelation 19.10, it says that the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus Christ. And in other translations, it says that the essence of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus Christ. And um, I want to talk about my experiences in the prophetic. I want to talk about my testimonies of God's calling um, that I humbly say uh, on my life, on my family's life, and everything that I've witnessed and seen in, in the ministry. Um, because it's not just about me, but it's about the body and it's, and it's how God has been able to pour into my life and, and what he's done through me and in me and around all the believers around me as well. And it's just been amazing. Um, so how did I get awakened to the prophetic? Uh, first, let me just say that there's a lot of people out there who they shy away from that word. Mm-hmm. They shy away from things of the prophetic uh, or the apostolic um, gifts of the spirit, healing, all these different things. But in God's word, these are promises. These are things that are true. And um, people look at it as kind of like mysticism. They're like, no, this is hooky pookyism. I don't, I don't want to deal with that. This is weird. I don't understand it. Um, I've never experienced it. So let me just put it away. Let me just put it on a shelf and just kind of not deal with that. Um, never had any desire or inkling about the prophetic, but this is how Holy Spirit awoken me. So in 2011, um, now, this is shortly right after I was saved. I was saved in 2010 in fall. 2011, um, I noticed the weirdest thing. On New Year's Day, I saw it was on Facebook or, or the news or something like that. There was like this mass death of like black birds that mm. in Arkansas, I believe, it's just a whole bunch of them just randomly. They just dropped dead. And I was like, that's weird. That is the weirdest thing. And um, and I really don't believe that scientists can really prove exactly what happened. They have speculations, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. And I went about my business. A year later, New Year's Day, the same exact day, a year later, 
in the same place another mass death of, of black birds. So I kind of scratched my head and I said, this happened twice in a row. This is really weird now. And um, at that point, I wasn't even asking God, but I, I kind of just asked the question, like, what does all of this mean? Like, this has to mean something. This is not by chance. This is not by circumstance uh, in, in that way. And this was the first time the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And he said, Owen, because he called me by name, he said, Owen, I want you to open your eyes. I want you to be aware of the season that you're in and the times that you're in and that my coming is nearer than most people think. So I was like, wow, Holy mm -hmm. Spirit, like he talked to me. You know, I thought I didn't really realize that God talks in, in that kind of way. And so I started to delve headfirst into Bible prophecy. I started to look into end time prophecy and just knowing what the word says about the return of Jesus. And in that road, Holy Spirit began to teach me so many things about the prophetic and so many things about Jesus and, and, and about his word, because his whole word is, is a book of, of prophecies. So if the majority of the book is a book of prophecies, then this might be something that we might want to pay attention to. So at, at that point, um, like I said, in between all of that, I met my now wife and I met my family and my, my father-in-law who is a, who he's our pastor and my, my mother-in-law is pastor as well. And he's a, a the apostle of, of our, our ministry. And, at that point, he began to pour into me as a, a spiritual father. And I kind of wanted to stop and just say the reason why I want to give this testimony is because I know that testimonies are meant to be an encouragement Amen. to others. I know that they're supposed to build people up. Um, and I believe there are a lot of prophetic people. I believe people have gifts that God has given them that they may not even understand what those gifts are. They, they may not be able to learn about them or, or be able to actually exercise those gifts because I believe just like gifts, um, they're like muscles and you want to get fit. You have to actually exercise them. But a lot of times in churches that we, we can't grow, we can't flourish because sometimes there's a cap on, on the prophetic. And, um, but my father-in-law, he never kept any of us. And I give glory to, to God working in him because he he was able to discern and see the gifting in not just myself, but in the whole family. Um, and at that point, I realized who I was in Christ. First, uh, as a son of, of God, and then also that God has, has given a, a mandate to be able to proclaim his gospel and we all have a, a ministry mandate um so i just wanted to talk about jesus because he is the reason for all of this going back to that main verse that he's the the this is a testimony prophecy is a testimony of jesus christ and so if you look at jesus in in the word he he did prophesy things he said mm -hmm. things like um if you destroy this temple in three days i will raise it up speaking of his resurrection so he spoke of prophecy. He prophesied that, that Peter would deny him and that he would deny him three times before the rooster crowed. 
So those are just small examples of, of, of what he did. And what was funny about that story, Owen, is that you learned that Jesus also said that he prayed for his faith. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. Um, Satan wanted to sift him like wheat. Right. So I always find that interesting mm-hmm. about that story. So, And I've read a book over the past few years, um, and there's over a thousand prophecies in the Bible, and over 500 of them have already been proclaimed. Amen. Amen. And um, so looking at him, because he is our example, I know that he was perfect and we are not perfect, but he gave the example for us. And even though he was fully and is fully God, he came as a man. And in the Bible, it says that he was led by Holy Spirit into the wilderness. And so I kind of read into that and I and I said, Holy Spirit, he's the one who who leads us. He led Jesus, so we have to be led by Holy Spirit as well. And I began to just kind of lean on him and just depend on him and realize that he's going to be my teacher. Uh, a lot of people, and I give glory to God for this, and I say this humbly, but a lot of people have, have looked at me and they're like, you're so young. Like, I thought this Christianity thing was just for like old people or like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how do you know so much? Like people, they scratch their heads and like, how do you know so much? And I tell them, Holy Spirit taught me. We all have to know the word for ourselves. And um, so I just want to go into like a few things of what I've experienced as uh, a prophetic person, as a prophet, um, that going back to my, my father-in-law, Apostle Bell, um, he confirmed that he activated what God had already stirred inside of my heart. It was It was a moment that I was remembering everything that I've experienced in those past few years and just reading about Bible prophecy and never met him before by the spirit was able to say, you're called, you're called. And there are, there are many other people who are called as well. Um, to give an example, my, my mother-in-law, she had her ordination when she became a pastor. Now, um, Whenever there's an ordination, there's always usually what they call a, a presbytery, a team um, of leaders in the church that will minister to the person being ordained, and they will begin to prophesy over them, over their ministry, over their future ministry. And so for anyone who's ever met my mother-in-law, she she never was a bold person. She's never really a bold person in that sense of, of going in front of other people in a body of people and just proclaiming things. Uh, well, I would have never guessed that. You would have never guessed no. that? No. No, not the first lady. Yeah. <laughs> first lady, Nancy Bell. That lady right there, she, she's she's anointed. Oh, yeah. And so what I've experienced with that is, is Holy Spirit working through me was able to prophesy to, to her and tell her that, he was beginning to put a bubbling into her spirit that she would just be like a river of, of living water just overflowing and that she would just be bold. Um, and she's come and told me that, that because of your prophetic word that she was catapulted. That's the word that she used, that she was catapulted into to boldness. Um, and and like I said, if you ever met her before, she she wasn't that person. So I believe that God activated something in her. Uh, another example is that 
um, we had someone who came to a healing seminar um, who's from a, a, a sister church. We call them a sister church because we're closely tied to them. Um, and so this lady came and so she basically came for prayer and we asked her, what does she need? But she didn't have a specific need. She just wanted just to see what the spirit w- would say. Um, we prophesied over her, Sarah and I, and because that's a, another word in itself. Someone told us that we would be, that people were looking for, for the word from a couple, that power couple that you mentioned. Well, I was just going to bring that up, but that uh, that was a title given to you that came to fruition. You know, I think it was it was a touch premature, you know, when you kind of announced that on, you know, was it two years ago, three years ago? At least three when, years ago. Yeah. And uh, now you see out, it. What was it? Uh, something fishes, I think it was, or something? Oh, two loaves, one fish. Yeah. 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 We had a homeless ministry, and mm-hmm. um, we were just going out, and, and I, I don't even remember exactly how it came to be, that, that prophetic word of being a power couple. Um, but multiple people prophesied over us and said that many people were looking for the word from both of us. So going back to this lady at the healing seminar, we prophesied over her and we told her that her, her voice was like a trumpet, like a shofar. Um, shofar is the Hebrew word for, for trumpet and that she was going to basically whenever she worshiped that her voice was going to be, uh, a power to be reckoned with that she would begin to move the atmosphere around her and that not only was she a a a, a weapon and, and a a voice for god but also that she would obtain in the future um an instrument to be able to to play as well and that came into manifestation a year after that word was it a year or worse yeah, it was it was a year exactly after that word was given, and she actually was able to get this shofar, and we activated her into her prophetic calling. Um, so I just want to say as well for those who are kind of iffy about that word prophetic, that in the simplest term, the prophetic just simply means that you hear what God is saying or you see what He's doing, and you're able to relay it through revelation to to other people um they think about things that are like in the future that that is possible but it's not just about future events the prophetic is a a lifestyle it's a lifestyle of living by holy spirit being led by holy spirit and that's what holy spirit has allowed me to do is just be led by him that whenever i hear him speak i'm able to to just tell people what is going on in the spirit to be able to to witness the people and just to be an encouragement to them because the prophetic is about edifying exhorting and comforting the body of christ it's not just about standing in front of a podium and and just saying thus saith the lord and um and being a spotlight person Mm -hmm. you know it's that's That's not what it's about you know a, a true prophet should be humble a true prophet doesn't seek recognition um, and I'm testifying about it, but I, I could really care less what, what anyone would really call me because I know who God has called me to be. Um, another example is simply just hearing the spirit. We were in a, uh, a prayer meeting and in this prayer meeting that we were holding in our house, the Holy Spirit told me someone has been having 
issues with circulation issues in their legs that they've been going to the doctor and they've been having these problems experiencing pain in their legs i want you to declare in the name of jesus that they're healed never knowing who this person was or what the problem was i acted in faith and, and i said all right i'm going to step out in faith and just say this you know I, at, at first i kind of wondered in my beginning years is this just my mind am i just like playing jokes on myself like mm -hmm. is this real I, I would always question those things and and now i'm still very very careful to really discern the voice of god mm -hmm. and so when i stepped out in faith I, I just said it. I said, someone here has been having problems with circulation in their in their legs. And I want you to know that it's healed in Jesus name. And the woman began just shouting and crying and jumping for joy. And she was like, that's me. That's me. That's me. I, I, I've been going to the doctor all week. And she just started glorifying God. And I was like, wow. Amen. Wow. Holy Spirit. This is this is real. This is true. This is not just a, a, a fable. This is not just myth. This word, this word of God is, is, is real. It's alive. And I'm seeing it. You know, Owen, a lot of times I think people forget about the whole spiritual side of everything. You know, we get so caught up in this physical world of things that are tangible that you can see and touch and, you know, hear, etc., but there's this whole spiritual side that's out there and God tells us that it's out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times we just don't want to be in tune to it. We don't want to recognize it or acknowledge it. We're concerned with what other people think, but it doesn't stop it from existing. No. And he's right when he said it off early on that even the churches uh, don't really recognize the prophetic. They try to, Kind of like uh, keep it under the carpet. Yeah, it seems like people have associated the word prophetic with meaning prediction, which yeah. it's not supposed to mean prediction. You know, it is. It can be foresight, but it doesn't it's revelation. Mean, yeah, it doesn't mean that it's a prediction. You know, it's not fortune telling. Definitely. Yeah. You know, and then. Um, what I was thinking about before I even came here last night, I was just putting my thoughts together and in prayer and with my family. And so when it comes to foretelling something, realize that we exist in time, but God exists in eternity. Mm -hmm. He sees past, present and future. Mm -hmm. So when God speaks and we hear his voice, he doesn't have to always reveal future. He can reveal past things. Mm -hmm. I remember even my mother-in-law, um, she was on the phone with, with a, a, a lady who was also a prophet and she began to prophesy over her and she began to tell her things of her childhood uh, when she was younger. And it, it brought back a memory uh, for her and it was able to bring healing to her because a lot of times we hold back things we have unforgiveness um and or other things that we experience and then the prophetic is able to get deep into someone and draw out something that has been hidden that we don't realize is still affecting us and then deal with the situation to be able to cut the root from the source so that way someone can be free completely in christ and, and that is what part of the prophetic is as well. Um, 
a lot of times the church doesn't acknowledge those things. But in Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, it talks about that now these are the gifts that Jesus gave to the church. The apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors and teachers, their responsibilities to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. And it also says that uh, in 1 Thessalonians 5, 19 and through 21, do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast to what is good. And when I looked at those verses, what I got from those two verses was, this is real, but then there's a lot of uh, of fake uh, prophecies out there. There's a lot of um, bad apples out there, so to speak. And just because you see bad apples just because those things are are out there don't despise it but hold fast to what is good hold fast to the true things and and for the rest of the body of christ to when they hear these things go into prayer don't just readily receive them like um they're the final authority no you gotta you have to test them you have to look at their fruit you have to look if they're pointing them toward jesus and as opposed to themselves Exactly, which goes back to my main verse was that it's a testimony of Jesus. And in my life, that's all I ever desire is for people to know Jesus, for them to be able to see his goodness, see his grace, see his mercy and come to him. And everything that prophecy should be should be about that. Um, Another example, another thing that uh, the Holy Spirit has been teaching me is about dreams and and visions. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is a huge thing in the Bible. We know Joseph, he was uh, a dream interpreter. We know um, that there were many instances of dreams and visions in the word. Daniel. Daniel. He That is, he's one of my favorites, Daniel. Um, so he's been working with me as far as dreams and visions. And um, I've read about it. I've read it in, in, in various books, um, but going back to the word as my final authority. And um, there have been times where people will come and they would say, I've, I've had this dream and they would want insight on it. And anything that has to do with the prophetic, basically when someone hears it, they have to have that confirmation in their spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like I'm not going to just tell you something and it seem like Chinese to you. Well, that can be very dangerous territory if you're not you're not in tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So um, when this person begins to tell me their dream, and now the whole family was there, it wasn't just myself, but we began to just see biblical truths and, and symbols in, in her dreams, and we were able to give her interpretation for her dream, and it, it hit spot on. And um, she was able to, to receive that word and to be able to go forth with it. Now, what she did with that word, that, that was up to her. She had to take that back into prayer and see where she was really going with mm-hmm. it. But this is just something that, that God has been dealing with in, in my life. Um, another thing as far as having vision or having sight, there was someone who was in our, our, our church, um, and I, I won't mention him by name, but our family realized through discernment that he had the spirit of, of death on him. He he was quite sick. Um, he wasn't coming to church. Uh, he he was just skin and bones. Like he was just he wasn't doing too well. And 
with prophetic insight, with words of wisdom and words of knowledge, Holy Spirit revealed to us that he had that spirit of death on him. And so finally, I was hoping, like, I hope he comes to church because we want to pray for him. We really need to pray for the, for, for our brother. And he finally came to church. And on that day when he came, as we were worshiping, it was like, not even like an open vision, but God, like I, he, I had a perception and I use this word perception because I didn't literally see it, but in my spirit, I, I knew and I saw myself praying for him. And not only did I see myself praying for him, but I also saw that spirit of death leaving him. I literally, I, I saw the spirit leaving him. Wow. Yeah. And so at that point when it came to after the service where we started ministering, he was sitting down and I said, you know what? I'm going to act out what I saw because I'm going to believe in faith what Holy Spirit showed me that this is real. And if I don't, I don't know what's going to happen to him. I really don't know what's going to happen to him. And I want him to be well. So I called him out and I acted out in faith and, and I prayed for him. And just like how I saw it, that spirit of death left him and, and he recovered. He got better. So I, I, I give glory to God for that. Man, just, the, the fact that the father can entrust you with those pivotal moments, whether you've got to decide to be obedient Mm-hmm. or not. I mean, the guy's life was hanging in the balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Mean, that's just, that's just amazing. And you would have to think even if you weren't sure, if you acted in faith, you know, the Bible says, ask what you will. If you believe that you've received it. Right. Amen. And I, I, well, think, I still think God I've, would honor that. Some of the stuff I've learned in the past year or two is that uh, you know when you're given something like that too sometimes it's not supposed to be spilled out you have to pray about that or ask about that am I supposed to repeat this or am I supposed to but some of the stuff that you have said you can clearly acting on it is what needed to be done and 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 that's part of my testimony as far as my my growth because you have to learn to discern whether to act, whether mm-hmm. to speak, when to speak, when not to speak. Um, you just have to really be listening to Holy Spirit, just like I said, how Jesus was led by the Spirit. Right. Um, one act, a one time frame of one of the biggest examples I can think of as far as a, a prophetic occurrence was during this, I'll say Easter season, um, this past Resurrection Sunday, the Holy Spirit told me that I needed to go on to a fast. And so I was obedient. And I won't say exactly how long I fasted, but I fasted for a, a long time. Um, in that fast, one day I was driving home from work. And as I was driving home, I, I was listening to a sermon on YouTube. Um, and then like my, my ears, they just kind of popped and when they popped, I heard the Holy Spirit say, everything is about to change. Mm-hmm. So when I recognized the Holy Spirit started speaking, I turned off the, the sermon. I, I was driving. I even turned down my AC in my car. I'm like, I have to hear what you're going to say, Lord. I have to hear. Um, he told me everything is about to change. And once he said that, I realized that my ears popped because just like when you're in an airplane and you increase in altitude, right. the pressure changes. To equalize, yeah. Exactly. So in the spirit, 
what I realized what was happening was that Holy Spirit was saying that he was taking not only myself, but my family to a new level. We we're going to increase. We we're going to go higher in him. And then not only did he say that, but he, he showed me. Now, this is going to seem weird because God speaks personally to all of us. He will speak mm-hmm. to you for its one way. And he will speak to you, Tina, another way, because personally, that's how he knows us. For myself, I love bananas. Um, yeah, my wife is laughing. I love bananas. I um, do too, brother. And I, I love them ripe. I love them ripe. And my wife, she she seems to like them not too ripe. She likes them green. A little green. A little green. Less sugar. Yes. So when I was driving, after he told me that, he showed me a ripe banana. So I, in response to him, because I, I talked to God, and, you know, prayers, just talking to him. I said, Lord, why did you show me a ripe banana? And he said, because my word is ripe in you. He said, my word is, is, is sweet to you. It's delicious to you. And then he showed me a cluster of ripe bananas, a bunch of them. So I said, Lord, why did you show me a cluster of ripe bananas? Like, what's going on here? And he said, not only is my word ripe in you, but my word is ripe in all of you. And he began to show me that in the body of Christ, not only in, in my ministry with my family, but with the believers, that his word was becoming rich and, and ripened inside of us and that it would begin to flourish. And let me tell you, after he gave me that word, like Holy Spirit really hit me. It was like another two by four, yeah. but in a different way. Um after that word came to me, I, I told that word to my wife first, and then I began to reveal it as God told me to, to the rest of my family. And from that point forward, because I was still fasting, one by one, I began to see multiple changes in my family. Uh, Sarah actually just did her, her testimony. Um, mm-hmm. We know that there was a lot of healing with that. Uh, my brother-in-law who heard her testimony, he was going through his own things um, and God spoke to him and he got radically changed. Um, so so many people, even other people who weren't directly related to our, our, our ministry began to have these changes. And it was indeed a fact that everything started to change. So I, I, I said all of that because I, I wanted to just give a a testimony of my experience of what I've heard and how powerful prophecy can be, how powerful that just simply hearing God's voice can be for you. And it's not just for yourself, but it's for you to take to other people so that way they can be healed. They can receive a, a grace from God or impartation from him. And it's just been an amazing thing in my life. It really has. And I believe that God is definitely not done with me. (laughs) And I know with Sarah's testimony, there were a lot of chains that she broke, uh, you know, bondage. So it's really good to hear that that's had an effect across the board, you know, because the Lord doesn't believe in in keeping us in bondage. You know, that's not from him. He, He desires freedom for us. And I think that night was a pivotal night for her. It really was. It really was. Um, so many things happened because of that. Um, and I won't I won't tell her story for for everything. But um, but she did make a lot of changes and she was able to reach out um, with certain people. And 
and and it, and it definitely impacted her life and and all of our lives. It's been an amazing ride. There wasn't a dry eye in this studio. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was listening from from home and and yes, you were. You were there. I remember you were talking to him on Mixler. Yep. Yep. Tell him we were going to do some coffee, and here he is. What took me up on it. I really did. <laughs> coffee and prophecy. It, it, doesn't any, it doesn't get any better than that. No, they Amen, don't. brother. <laughs> I'm going to prophesy that we're going to get coffee in the future. Hey, and, we can uh, make that happen. <laughs> talk some more about prophecy. There we go, brother. Uh -huh. I'll prophesy that we go to IHOP and do that. <laughs> we, we can manifest that. Yeah. Holy really Ghost can. hangs out at the IHOP, man. We're two or three. <laughs> you know it. The pancakes are in the midst, brother. He's in the midst. You ain't lying. You know what I always say that, you know, uh, the scripture says, man should not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out the mouth oh, of God. God. But you need the bread, too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's my little That's my little joke for the I day. like that. <laughs> Amen to that. Holy smokes. Something with substance? Yes. Amen to that. Session 130. 130. God. Prophecy. Prophecy. I, I prophesy there's going to be more. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen to that. Increase. You ain't lying. Just want to thank everybody that's listening on Mixler. Um I can't tell you who you are, but there's about 10 or 12 of you. All right. I like that. Uh, several were chatting. Uh, you can chat with us. I don't know if you knew that, but that's a feature of Mixler, and a couple people have been chatting with me, and uh, uh, somebody uh, said that they remembered when you mentioned the blackbirds that there was a... Uh, I remember that. The pesticides. I remember, remember that, that They said the mass, the mass uh, deaths right, were due to pesticides, time. and... Um, one of my friends on Mixler just said he, he was a doubting Thomas that, that they probably just fed that to us because they think that we don't know any better and <laughs> that's what we believe and <laughs> his name is Tom so he's, he signed it Doubting Thomas oh, that's uh, <laughs> but anyway thanks thanks Tom for the comments and uh, thank you every everybody else for listening you dialed into a good one tonight and uh, just remember our prayer requests if you would yeah, um, please join us in prayer Craig for and AJ and who else was there, Ben? Uh, Patty and Wanda. Patty and Wanda. Amen. So many other people going through things. I'm just I'm sick of this cancer thing. Mm-hmm. Man, just had enough. It's got to go. It does. It's got to go in Jesus' name. Ooh. Amen. Mm -hmm. Our God doesn't know anything about cancer. I'm just got a hair stood up on my arm when you hey, said that. Hey, nothing can exalt itself above the name of Jesus. Bring yep. it, brother. Amen. I'm gonna the get name your, above all. I'm buying your book. <laughs> get your tape, man. <laughs> I'm getting your tape. Tape set. <laughs> Man, I just love doing this. You know, I could go another hour. Got plenty could, of coffee. I could, I could do it five days a week. Yeah. And we hope to do that. Yes, we do. If uh, you've enjoyed us any at all and you, uh, the Lord might be uh, touching your heart to support us a little bit, we so greatly appreciate it. We have a donate button on the front of the website, godstoriesradio.com. There's a PayPal donate button, and you can press it and donate securely to the ministry. And we appreciate it, even if it's a dollar or two. Uh, you know, it covers our monthly expenses and internet and power and accounts that we have to run the podcast. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say about that, because, you know, the Lord has blessed us, and we've been able to to uh, move along. And but, Well, we were against it for the first year well maybe. we were i wasn't going to be that guy i wasn't you know, either that begged but, for money but, but uh, to uh, grow you gotta right well the father help. spoke to your 
to Rex and told him to tell us. To oh, put that's it right. On. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because we were against it totally. Totally against it. And he came in and told us to do it. Yep. The Lord spoke to him and said, told mm-hmm. us to do it. So we just appreciate that. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So you can press the button if you so desire. We greatly appreciate it. And we have a couple of businesses, you know, Craig's Carpet for one. So if you're in, uh, is it uh, Washington? Arlington, Washington Ar- area. Arlington, Washington. That's amazing that we have a business supporting us out there. So if you live in Arlington, Washington, please, you know, oh, visit Craig. We appreciate it. You know, we don't want to be the NASCAR, you know. And uh, and if people have a testimony, they can write in to God yes. Stories Radio at Gmail. And they can com. tweet us. They can tweet us on Twitter. And you can call us as well. We, we can take your testimony over the phone. Oh, you betcha. Yeah, you don't have to be here in person, although we'd love it. You know, you can call us in, and we can uh, we can do it over the phone. We'd love it. We'll take your testimony any way we can get it. Um, it's all about uh, bringing hope and encouragement. It's been our only agenda since we got started, what, four years ago? Now? Four years ago. And this is session 130. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk? Man, we're blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It's all about him. You know it. Well, thank you, guys. That about wraps it up for session 130. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. When your spirit rushes in And a holy hush falls on us again It is so far beyond the song It's heaven on earth With our hearts surrendered here Come and breathe on us and change the atmosphere